time for the Gore and More podcast. Gonna have a good time. Gonna have a good time. Yeah, we're gonna have a good time. We're going on now. A ball break, walking hand in hand in the moonlight. We'll be the sweets all day. I swear we'll never part. We're going on now. A ball break, running in the sand, feeling alright. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Gore and More podcast. This is your host with the motherfucking most, TJ Bowser. And joining me today is the killing machine himself, Bobby Amon. Fucks. And the handsome Big Johnny D. What's up, Gorehounds? How y'all doing? It's handsome, man. What's up with this? Today cool. is September 28th. You're handsome, too, you son of a bitch. You know you're sexy. 2020, and we got a banger of an episode for you today. And we're missing a host, but we'll address it later. But first, you know what time it is. It's time for your slides Big Johnny D, what did you do? What did I do? Well, yeah, do? I think you what didn't what I do. Mm. Mm. That might be a different podcast. Anyway, speaking of mm. different podcast, I recorded uh, with my lovely host right up above me here, episode 12 of Wake and Bake oh, yesterday. So, yeah, boom. Uh, go check that shit out on Project Louder. Uh, we got our YouTube or go Facebook, however you want. Um, it's a fun little episode. Other than that, uh, I just finished up my daughter's little social distancing uh, handy or uh, candy treat bag, and you know, the most expensive part was the little hand was the actual big skeleton hand from Spirits. It was like seven bucks, and everything else was either a pipe I had laying around and dollar store materials. So, and it, it came out. Yeah, dude, it looks fucking sweet, man. Like, and the fact that they. Uh, you know what? I'm going to go on a little fucking pissed off rant. I'm sure you guys are going to follow with me on this one. Do it! As I went to the dollar store, because our beloved season, even though we do horror all year round, but our beloved spooky season is upon us. So I went to the dollar store, obviously, to go get spooky stuff. And they still have spooky stuff out. However, already intruding in on spooky season shit is full-on fucking Christmas, dude. And can I just say, fuck that shit. Like I love, I, I get it. I do. Coming, but I love off. Christmas. But fucking, can you wait a second, please? No, like, it's not even goddamn October, man. We didn't even get to spooky season yet, and you're already fucking cramming goddamn Chris Kringle down our throats. But fuck that guy. Yeah, right. Fuck it, dude. Unless it's Bill Goldberg, I'm cool with that. We <laughs> gotta wait for him to go get. He home, is the home. exception. I tell yeah, you, right? what. he's the exception to Santa. The streak. He is the only Santa Claus to go 173 undefeated. Oh, and he's the uh, only Santa Claus to get into a fucking titty bar, no problem. Right. Wow. Um, that we know of. <laughs> that we know of. Other than that, man, I uh, just been relaxing and gaming. Bobby, brother, how you been this week, man? Good. It was a good, quiet weekend. I was with my girlfriend uh, for Saturday, chilling out. And then yesterday was the football day, as usual. That's that's pretty much what Sundays are now, football days, nice. unless I'm doing other stuff. And that's pretty much it. It was a really chill weekend. And then um, uh, this week, I got my girlfriend's birthday tomorrow. And then it's just another just another chill week. It's, all, it's pretty chill right now. So I'm not going to complain. Um, the only complaint I had was that I lost my wallet so i had to go get a new license and all that nice little fun shit of 
waiting at the DMV for 12 hours. It was so wonderful. Go- I, was, I was pissing bricks, but, you know, hey. You funny. got to go to the magical land of the DMV. Yo, I was ready to kill somebody. I was... <laughs> You know how you know how fucking Toby Hooper saw chainsaws and was like he's gonna chainsaw through these people. <laughs> no, I was gonna take somebody's lawn chair and start doing like some Stone Cold Steve Austin bullshit, and then I was gonna be like, I drink a beer, I drink another beer. We don't allow drinking here. It doesn't matter what happens outside. <laughs> so I don't know if you remember this or not, dude. And this is this might date me a little bit back, but uh, Dane Cook had an original skit where he talked about going to DMV. And he said what they should do is they should have a guy hiding in the bush and just punch you straight in the face as soon as you enter. So that way, the rest of your time at the DMV doesn't seem so bad. (laughs) You know something? That does sound like a good idea. Right? You're like, you know what? I might have been here 12 hours, but at least it's better than the fucking punch in the face. Ah, there it is. I got punched in the face by Dan Cook. He's been made. Right? I mean... I don't know what he's been doing lately, dude, but, you know, maybe he's fucking punched people at the DMV. <laughs> Imagine if he came full circle like that. Oh, man. Yeah, that would be pretty fucking sweet. I would be like, like be all right with that. Right. But, yeah, that's pretty much it. So it was a pretty boring one for me. Boss man, TJ, tell us about yours. So as I say every week, Gore Hounds, I did podcasts here, podcasts there, and podcasts everywhere. I was very, very busy this week. I signed the Big Bad Beetle Bros podcast and Ghoulies Unflushed. They're the newest additions to the Project Louder family. Welcome, guys. Yes. Welcome aboard. Also, shout out to Graham Laneef Painter. Uh, He just published his first article over on ProjectLouder.net today. It's an interview with Michael, what's his name? Oh, fuck, dude. Deke. Michael Deke, uh, he is an actor from the film Cellar Dweller. We have some exclusive behind-the-scenes photos from that movie, only available at projectlouder.net. Head on over. It's the first article over there on the homepage. Check it out. Give it a like. Share it around on social media. Show support for the network. Show support for us. Thank you. Uh, yeah, but working on a lot of new stuff behind the scenes just lock down sandy johnson for the next episode of the tj bowser power hour yeah it's going to be pretty awesome that's going to happen next friday well the recording's going to happen next friday probably going to be released the next subsequent thursday because we now have a release schedule and i'll mention that now so after a brief discussion last night in the project louder group chat uh we amongst Everybody else on the company kind of talked, and we're going to try to, for the month of October, and then henceforth onward, there's going to be daily uploads to the website, and whether that be audio-only content in some form, or even we looked at the uh, release schedule, and it seems that there's going to be a new episode of some show released every single day of the month of October. Nice. That's That's new content daily, along with daily old audio only content uploaded to the website daily so that's a double dose so you if you're following us on social media and you're a frequent visitor of the website you're getting a double dose of project louder each fucking day and then also aim towards about the end of october the launch of the project louder patreon with a three-tiered system and that's going to be uh, in conjunction with our sponsors cabin 13 and some other people, and we're going to make some really cool pri- uh, prize packs, some really cool tiers. You guys will really like that stuff, so just 
Stay tuned for more information on that. And then, of course, here in about two weeks at Freddy Fest 2, I will be joining Mick Strawn at a drive-in, and we're going to be doing interviews of uh, the cast and crew of Nightmare on Elm Street 3 and 4. It's going to be really cool. Uh, So stay tuned for that. But Rabbit Hole will be on a two-week hiatus due to that because Mick has about 14 mini-cons booked in the month of October. So he's going to be busy. So, yeah, that's the way the cookie crumbles. But you know what else we should talk about? This fucking movie. Today's movie, which is 2007's Trick or Treat and not Trick or Treat from 1986 featuring Jim Dean Simmons and Ozzy Osbourne. I didn't even know about that, but... Just from that little snippet of what you said, I really want to watch that now. Yes, it really is a fun, totally eighties movie. Like, like so eighties. Can you tell I got sleep? Did you? Yeah, I'm, I'm a oh, lot more. Uh, like thirty minutes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot. Never, that is never fun. Okay, so do you want me to uh, start it off? Yeah, let's do it up, buddy. Okay, so like I said, it's 2007's Trick or Treat, directed by Michael Dougherty. He also did Krampus, one of John's favorite movies, and of course, Godzilla, King of the Monsters, uh, written by Michael Dougherty as well. And then he was produced by Brian Singer, who did X-Men and Superman Returns, and then starring Dylan Baker, who was in Spider-Man 2 and 3, as Principal Stephen Wilkins, and then Anna Paquin from the X-Men films, or Shrewblood as Laurie, who also happens to be a vampire in this too. Go figure. No, so, werewolf. vampire werewolf. It's no, never she was a werewolf. She was she was turning because she was a virgin. Oh yes, oh, yeah, fully, yeah. she's never okay. fully turned, so that's why she had to kill to be able to. Hold up! Hold hold up! Hold up! We're oh, not yep, there. Yep, yet. Yep, sorry. Okay, Brian Cox, uh, or as I know him from Manhunter. Uh, I don't. I think I'm the only person that's watched that movie other than Chad uh, or X Two yeah. as Mister Krieg, and then Gerald Pates as a young Krieg, Quinn Lord as Sam slash Peeping Tommy, Lauren Lee Smith, Mutant X as Danielle, Rochelle Eights, White Chicks as Maria, Britt Micklip as Macy, Jean-Luc Bilodeau. How did I get that? That was... Woo! You, you nailed that. Yeah! Shit. Wow. She's from Piranha 3DD as Schrader. Mm. Sam Todd as Rhonda. Alberto Gissi as Chip. Isabella Deleuze. As Sarah, Monica Delane as Janet, and Leslie Bibb as Emma. Music by Douglas Pipes. He also did Monster House and Krampus. Go figure that. Cinematography by Glenn McPherson, who did the Final Destination films. Okay. Edited by Robert Iveson. Distributed by Warner Brother Pictures. The Big WB, baby. Released October 6, 2009. That is a discussion in and of itself. Runtime of 82. Awesome midgets. Budget of twelve million gross. The fuck if we know because Chad did not provide me with that information. And if I don't he was think here, it, did it have a theatrical release? Because I don't think it did. I don't, I don't, know. I don't know. I think it was delayed due to the release of Saw Four or something like that. But you'd have to go back and look. Because this uh, is a, yeah, that's how I saw this originally was on a streaming service back in the day. But yeah, I would say two thousand nine. That doesn't sound right. I thought it was fucking oh seven. Yeah. And I thought it was like made in 06 or supposed to release in 06 and it got like po- or uh, pushed back to 07. Ooh, startling. Smoke him if you got him, boys. <laughs> After the trailer, Mr. Day. After the trailer. Johnny, is that the Walmart Halloween shirt? Yeah, it is, buddy. Yeah, it is. I call it. <laughs> 
Oh, wait, wait, wait. Real quick, I have it. This is the one. So the can you knock a seven dollar Halloween shirt though? No. All sorts of things. So the Room release date free. is right. On December 9, 2007, but it was released in the United States on October 6, 2009. It is right. There is no, uh, there is no, uh, close either. Be quiet. Why? You'll bother the neighbors. Okay. Now, if that was TJ and I's kid, you would hear, shut the fuck up, Billy. Essentially. Yeah. There'd be no, like... So much cadence in his voice. (laughs) 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 There's another tradition. Uh Always check your candy. Also, not to be confused with the movie Trick or Treat from 1982. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> or the movie Trick or Treat from 2017. Ah. Oh, yeah, forgot about that one. Can't say I've seen that one either. Or the movie Trick from 2019. <laughs> I have started that, and I enjoy what I saw. I, I did not see that yet. I believe it's on Shudder, uh, but do not quote me on that. Too late. It's already quoted. Ah, oh, fuck. Fuck, fuck, fuck. All right. Okay, guys. So let's get on with it. Plot rundown. Who wants to take it away today? Um, you do. All right. Go for it. I guess it was my pick, so I should probably do it. Yeah, that. boy. All righty. <coughs> All righty, Gorehounds. Here we go. It is said that Halloween is the night when the dead rise to walk among us and unspeakable things roam free. The rituals of All Halloween's Eve were devised to protect us from their evil mischief, and one small town is about to be taught a terrifying lesson that some traditions are best not forgotten. Nothing seems when nothing is what it seems when a suburban couple learns that dangers of blowing out a jack-o'-lantern before midnight, four women cross paths with a costume stalker at a local festival, a group of punksters go too far and discover a horrifying truth buried in a local legend and cantankerous an old hermit is visited by a strange trick-or-treater with a few bones to pick costumes and candy ghouls and goblins monsters and mayhems the tricks and treats of halloween turn deadly as stage creatures as strange creatures sorry jesus of every variety human and otherwise try to survive the scariest night of the year all righty so do we want to discuss this first, or do we want to go to fan calls? Or we will bring up Scuba Diver? There we go. Oh, oh, can my, you hear me? Can you hear me? My, 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 my scuba Steve. 
Fuck yeah, dude. Oh, God. We're getting no goddamn time. What the fuck? Okay, so what had happened was I got home and I was yeah, like, that's fine. I need to rearrange real quick and I need to, you know, I came home from work. I was like, you know, my lighting's always bad. That's the one issue I always have when I do these. My lighting is horrible. So I was like, you know what? I got, I'm going to set it up in the corner real quick. I lost track of time. I forget you guys are in different time and you're not in my time zone. <laughs> so that's true. My phone was yeah. in my pocket. I didn't hear the ding, ding, ding because I was too oh. busy setting stuff up. And well, my bad. I'm here. <laughs> well, okay. Well, okay. We didn't even address that Chad wasn't even here. So, <laughs> Actually, yeah, I just want hey guys, Chad's yeah. not here. Chad's not here. Uh, you get scuba today. How many minutes are we in right now? <laughs> Got Twenty minutes or so. Hey, better late than never. Oh, yeah. eighteen minutes in. Nice. <laughs> Yeah. My bad, guys. My bad. <laughs> Welcome aboard, sir. Welcome. Yes, aboard. yes, yes. There, I fixed his name too. <laughs> we had double Steve oh. going on. Yes, Steve, Steve, double Steve, Steve, yeah. Steve, 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 Steve oh. squared, Steve uh. squared. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> oh man, sweet. All right, we got our quad. All right. Yeah. So, you guys want to call somebody? Yeah. yeah I'm just looking at Scuba Steve's background right here, man. I see a little Chucky. We'll even see I what got a Jack bit of Yeah, We got a little bit of everything in this I'm little corner. The, I'm digging the Texas. Uh, Might have to swing down to Texas. <laughs> and my double gang can a banger from down under. What's up, brother? Brody. Oh, mate, it's all fucking go. It's all go. It's not really, but yeah. Okay. What so is up with you? What is up with me? Uh, you know what it is. But what about 2007 Trick or Treat? <laughs> well, do you know what I love about this film? That it, it mostly doesn't take itself too serious and it doesn't try to be overly too fucking cool. You know, it, it to me, it's a true treasure to the horror genre. Mm. Um, the storytelling is superb and it reminds me of Pulp Fiction um, in a weird in a weird storytelling kind of way. Um, like the kills are creative and uh, pretty badass, I've got to admit. The, the lighting, camera work help the film feel like a modern-day Carpenter ho- Halloween film just without Kunde. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are you laughing at, man? Fucking Tyler, dude. Yeah, but, um, <laughs> yeah no. Um, other than that, yeah, who are you talking just... to, Brody? <laughs> Did you hear? Did you yell at somebody? I'm like, yeah, who the fuck are you laughing at? All I can hear is like, someone laughing. Oh, I'm laughing at Tyler Robach talking about bathing a cat in the comment section that you can't see. Fuck. But yeah, no. Other than that, the, the Quarry Kid story, fuck man, that um showcases how great that film is, and it could have been a standalone film itself. Um, yeah, I know. I just, I really enjoyed this film. It, it's, it's something. It's not, it's not like it's different or anything. I think it's just portrayed differently in the storytelling, and that's what I appreciate about it the most. So that leads me to a Gourmet score of four out of five. Oh, that's a high one. Okay, man, that's pretty respectable. 
Yeah, yeah, I I appreciate this film so much. And who who picked it? Uh, that this is a John pick. You know it's after oh two thousand, so it's yeah, mine more than likely. Yeah, anything uh, like two thousand and over is mostly John. Yeah, uh, there's a good the occasional Bobby. Right. Uh, yeah. yeah. I'd say like seventy five percent. Very nice. Very nice indeed. Yeah. Like well, uh, thank you for uh, picking up the call today, Brody. And till next week, brother. Too easy. Take it easy, boys. I'll catch you. Later, brother. Right. Later, buddy. If anybody else wants us to call you, let me know. But until then, let's get on with the show. Woo. All righty. As a per normal discussion, I'm going to ask, gentlemen, uh, I'm assuming this is all probably not our first time seeing this movie. No. Correct. All right. Nope. Uh, so what I'll ask you is, when was the first time you saw this movie? March Actually, 2020. Years ago. It's it's been a while since I mean I want to say maybe hell it had to have been eight years ago longer. Where like it's been a while since the first time that I saw it. TJ, you say you just saw it this year for the first time? Yep, March 2020. You've oh. you had never seen it before? Shit. No. Wow. Um yeah, I remember I remember seeing this when um like streaming services were still kind of, I feel like in their infancy. Uh-huh. So it was like Netflix had their shit, but they didn't have, I don't even know if like Amazon Prime had their stream yet. Or maybe Shout out to the YouTube viewers. Hell yeah. yes. YouTube, <laughs> yes. Um, but I believe like I saw the shit like scrolling on the 360 one day, just looking through the horror mm-hmm. section. And I'm sure as you guys have probably done as well, sometimes you just spend hours watching trailers of movies that you may potentially want to watch or yep. just, you know. Whatever. And I saw that when I was instantly like, ooh, we need to rent this like right now. Like that's <laughs> yeah. um and I fucking loved it, dude, right from the get-go. Yeah. Obviously. I wanna say I wanna say I got it on Netflix, but when they had their DVD service. Yeah. I wanna I say that on how... Tubi. Oh, it was on Tubi? It's probably is it still on Tubi? No, on in March. It's no it's currently an, on, on no streaming service. It's it's only available for rent. No yeah, shit. You can only rent okay. it. Yeah. I got my Blu-ray DVD. So I, there is the Scream Factory Factory release, I believe. Is there? It, must, there is. I, I, it might be OOP. So let me just say, man, if you are a fan of Trick or Treat, then Spirits is your fucking place right now because they got yes. a section for uh, that shit, man. I need like different. They have the Flaming Pumpkin, man. I almost fucking wanted to get that shit, but it was like sixty bucks. I was like, I don't know if that's fucking worth it. <laughs> but maybe, yeah. I, if, you know, there's like three there. Maybe if I wait till like the day before, or day after Halloween, get one of those sweet twenty percent coupons, like right when uh, I woke up. I think I gotten three emails about twenty percent coupons. Oh yeah, yeah. and then they expire. Yeah, they expire. Yeah, like, yeah. Okay. But they still they mail them to you, they email them to you, and they post them on Facebook. So you're like, thanks. Yeah, I just screenshot them on my phone. Like, hey, I got a twenty percent coupon. <laughs> Same. The only thing I got at Spirit from, uh, I got the little um, his his candy, his lollipop. My son bought me that, oh, okay. and then uh, I got the little porcelain statue where he's sitting on the pumpkin. Oh, nice light up porcelain statue. I did grab one of those. Yo, they. So I actually uh, asked TJ yesterday because I was like, yo, man, how many times have you been a spirit since they <laughs> And I believe I it's three. I so yesterday was my fourth visit, I will say. And every time I've gone, I've definitely Get left. But uh, I know, right? 
But they oh, got sometimes if you go there and spend enough money. There's a discount. <laughs> well, like I hate to admit it, dude, but like I feel like for uh, people with us, yeah. See, Jeanette knows. Yeah, Jeanette, Jeanette knows. knows. Yep. Knows. Uh, but no, man. Like it's almost like a home decor place more than it is like a Halloween store to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly, dude. That's year round. I mean, that's what my apartment looks like year round. So when it opens up, I'm like, okay, how am I decorating or what am I adding to my? Yeah. Like and they have this sweet Beetlejuice statue, man. I kind of really want it, but it's Did like you see the tombstone they have. Yeah, my sister bought it, man. When we uh, went the first time, she was I like, want it. "They have one, and I'm not passing this up because if I do, it's gonna be gone." Yep, I, was I like, saw it. A buddy of mine got it, and I was like, "You son of a bitch!" <laughs> oh fuck yeah, dude. But no, okay. So going back to this movie and off of spirits, I uh, I picked this one because I don't believe. And I wasn't with TJ and Chad when you guys did popcorn, but was that like um, was that like a movie like this where there was multiple stories in anthology? The- no, no. I well, believe this is the first anthology film that okay. we've done on Goran Moore. Thank you. I was brain farting. Yeah. Um, exactly. So that was kind of one reason why I picked it. Not to mention I also personally. Oh, it. thank you for asking. My favorite anthology film is Creep Show Two. Is it? <laughs> uh, yes, good one. Yes. That is a good movie, dude. Let's, can we sidebar on that? What is your favorite yes. anthology film? Ooh, I mean, like I wouldn't even say it's this one per se. Uh, oh, so Probably many. actually, this uh, is so not traditional in the sense of anthology films. It is right. It, it's such a unique way of, t- of telling the anthology story. But it I, feels kind of creep show us with the comic book and everything, you know? Yeah, I mean? it yeah, does, very... and that's the only reason that it is like that. And I'll go right. behind the scenes right now a little bit. Uh, is because the, originally they were supposed to uh, release an accompanying comic book that never kind of took off with this. So that's why the co- it, it begins and ends in comic style. Question, so, yeah. was that the one that they just released that the handsome man to my side here just got? Yes, it is. It's basically well, it's it's the omnibus of all the comics. So the first oh, okay. half of the book is just the movie essentially the, the first half what's up aj that's my buddy aj right there he is the uh, corpus christi michael myers he dresses he cosplays as michael myers uh, so okay so i hate him we had a photo shoot together and i killed him so nice. uh, but back to the um and the second half is a bunch of different like stories that take place like in different periods of time um it does show how sam was born and how he was created okay. which which was kind of cool, kind of cool to see. Um, I wouldn't like to see that in a movie at all, but it is, it is, you know, the first half of that book is just the movie in comic book form. Gotcha, gotcha. And uh, you know what? To comment on Lance here, I'm going to have to say Tales for the Hood is one of the top, I feel, anthologies oh, for me at least. Hell yeah. That shit scared the fuck out of me when I was a kid. Oh, my I'm God. Coming. To hell. Never watched ABC's of Death. ABC's of Death was that wasn't, I don't know, man. That that I I didn't really like it. I mean, it was cool. It was a cool idea, but I I it didn't draw me in. I love VHS. Yeah, I was, I was v- actually gonna just say VHS. So, one and two. One yes, and two. two yes. yes, three. Eh, I don't know. It was all right. Now, if you want to watch a really, really shitty. And it's not shitty because of the way it's made. It's shitty because I'm in it. If you want to watch a, a <laughs> anthology movie, go to Amazon and look up uh, Paranoia Tapes Part 5, and you'll see this lovely mug get torn to shreds in an anthology. Tapes Part 5. Yes, sir. Okay. All right. 
It's not good. It's not good at all. That's fine. <laughs> your face on the screen, on the screen you know? Right. Fuck it. So, okay. Creepshow 2, dude. That is a... I don't know, man. There's Lake so... of Death and the... Uh, is that the one? The chief? The... the, the uh, Leslie Nielsen? No, that's the first one. That's the first, first one. one. Okay. I really enjoyed that one. Oh, man. Ooh, what was the one with, uh, fuck, Stephen King, where he turned into like a mossy dude? That was also the that's first, the first one. one. That was the first Have one. Have you never seen this second one? The okay. Raft, the Hitchhiker? I feel like I. Old I Chief not. Wood? Woodenhead? What's that one? That one always freaked me out with the, the Old Native Chief Woodenhead is like the uh, cigar store uh, Indian, like comes to life and kills these kids who disrespect it. The raft is like these kids go to uh, a lake, a lake, and there's like this weird tar thing in it, and it absorbs them and melts their skin off and shit. I feel like I've seen that one. Yeah, and the hitchhiker is just the you know the lady gets in the intro. guy gets in the car. Yeah, right. Sweet. All right. So, gentlemen, what are your thoughts on this movie? Loved it. I, it's such a fun movie to watch. It really gives you that Halloween feel all the way through. Oh, yeah. This is the perfect or the quintessential Halloween movie, even over 1978's Halloween, only because of atmosphere alone. Uh, I would right, say I that. will give you the atmosphere. I will give you that. I mean, this is in the same way that you would watch. Uh, this is a seasonal movie. I mean, not that it's not a good movie in its own right. right but, but I think this is best enjoyed similar to like Nightmare Before Christmas, that it's a seasonal movie that or Hocus Pocus for some reason, whatever people watch people watch that on halloween i don't know but because it takes place on halloween night i don't think i think there's other films that do better at making uh like the halloween atmosphere i'm not disagreeing yeah i'm just saying that's i think why it's considered a halloween movie is because they come back on halloween night yeah that's fair enough the only reason i say that is because my wife and my daughter wanted to watch it the other day so (laughs) i I always go with i always go with earnest scared stupid Oh, Yo, that that's a good one, dude. <laughs> hilarious. Petrol, man. Those fucking trolls are scary as shit. Right? Fuck, dude. But yeah, no, I love this movie. Uh, Trick or Treat, you know, like, like TJ said, it is, you know, one of those movies that if you want to get in the Halloween spirit, there's no better movie to get in the Halloween spirit than this movie. I mean, just, just the, the themes in the movie, the way it's filmed, like, I wish we had. I wish I lived in a small town that did Halloween like that. Right. You know what I mean? What the fuck, uh, dude? Uh, we have the closest thing we have here in my in my city is we have a Dia de los Muertos festival, but to do a Halloween festival the way they do in trick or treat, I mean that's I mean that's how I feel Halloween should be. You know what oh. I mean? Like, and, oh and this God. movie just when we do Candyman three, can Steve come on with Day of the Dead makeup on? Yeah, I will. Stand. <laughs> You're, you're, I mean, I'm down for whatever. See, I, that, told you that. I think that, that is the third one, right? Uh, but Day I'm, of the I'm gonna tell you right now, I will look like Papa Shango. I'm telling you that right now. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> but yeah, oh. no, it's a great film. I love it. Um, hands down, one of my top 10 favorite movies. Nice. All right. So if we don't have anybody else to call, Let's Ghostbusters. Oh, I wasn't even trying to lead into that, but I'll take it. Um, I think we can start to uh, peek behind that curtain. What do you think, boys? 
I think that works. Do it. Not it. I. That's fine, dude. I actually have to pull up <laughs> right here. You want me to start? I can do it. All right. And I got them up too. So go ahead. So most of the jack o' lanterns were made out of either foam or ceramic. And onset joke was that no pumpkins were harmed during the making of this movie. Hmm. Characters from <laughs> boom boom. Oh, I heard a I heard a woofy back there. Yeah, uh, that was. Uh, he's just doing his job he's just doing his job so uh, characters from each story are frequently seen in the background of stories they are not involved with this is to help piece together the chronology of the movie which I personally loved that like from the opening intro all the way like through every little tidbit you can always see every other story somehow involved in that like showing it's all just one big shared universe story here right at the time. uh little people were you little people were used to fill in uh for kids trick-or-treating since the film was shot mainly at night and real kids could not work these hours the look of brian cox's character is based on halloween 1978 and the thing 1982 director john carpenter interesting i can see it I can see it a little. Yeah. Bobby, you want to take over? Sure. The film was originally slated to be, to be released in October 2007 for a Halloween release for Warner Brothers. Without explanation for a reason, they pulled the film from the schedule and no rescheduled date was announced. One reason might have been that Saw 4 was slated for a release around the same time. Ah, see? I knew it! <laughs> nice call, bud. <laughs> in fears of a big opening against them. Another possible reason is that the film was buried by the studio was that it was possible to fall out from the box office disappointment of Superman Returns, which was co-written by trick-or-treat director and writer Michael Doherty, and both produced and directed by Brian Singer, whose production company talked for that the film would, would be finally released in Halloween around 2008 and possibly early 2009, but neither release would ever materialize. Eventually, it was a straight-to-DVD in October 2009. Ah, to read. No wonder why he made me do it. I, when I got the notes, I was like, oh, okay. Here well, we go. You know, I just didn't, Ooh. Ooh, <laughs> I didn't know what was. I didn't scroll below that, so I didn't know how much was below that big old chunky boy. Right I'll, I'll take the next one. Go ahead. So uh, movie reference, Mr. Krieg says, you've got to be fucking kidding me. When he sees part of the supernatural killer, it's hand operating independently from his body. This is a nod to a similar scene in John Carpenter's remake of The Thing. Yo, that is one of the best. Brian Cox is a mean Hannibal Lecter, by the way. Yeah? Oh, yeah. The film had many (laughs) title changes before filming began, originally titled Season's Greetings, also the name of the short film. It was changed because it sounded too much like a Christmas film. Then (laughs) it was called Halloween Terrors, Jack-O-Lantern Tales, October the 31st, and Trick or Treat. The final title was kept, but since there was already a movie of the same name out, they changed the spelling to Trick or Treat. Uh, <laughs> yeah, greatest thing today. Gene Simmons isn't in this? I was like, what are you watching? Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I started panicking, guys, because I asked him, I was like, send me the format so I can read, you know, read the notes and stuff. And right. then he starts talking about the other trick-or-treat and i start panicking i'm like wait did i watch the wrong movie 
like what the hell is going this is on? This the demon situation all over again. Yeah. Oh, dude. That was... Oh. I don't even want to be reminiscent of that shit, dude. No. That was night of the demon? No. Night of Bobby, the demon. you weren't even here yet, dude. Oh, that's that right. Was I wasn't here for that he, one. That was when he fucking first brought me on, dude. And it was just like a clusterfuck of like, what are we watching, dude? We got like eight demon movies and I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, so I was like <laughs> extremely confused sitting at my desk at work like, Wait, did I watch? I I think I have the old Trick or Treat on DVD somewhere, and I don't know why. I just bought it because it had Gene Simmons on the cover. So that's I don't think why a lot of people bought it. I've <laughs> seen it, you know, but I remember it not being good. And I was yeah, like, Yeah, oh my god, did I watch the? Okay, I'm gonna have to go home and watch it real quick. And yeah, but you know, way to go, Mister Bowser. Way to go. Way to fuck with me. <laughs> hey man, acknowledge. I'm just. Now I'm just super interested. I piqued everyone's interest with that. Yeah, right. <laughs> that might that might show up. Maybe don't do it. Yeah. Do not do it. Don't. 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 Listen, man. You we're will gonna, never get start, that time back. You will never gonna, get that time back. We're gonna start digging deep, man. When we get oh. tier three, we're gonna do night of the demon. Now we're right? gonna fucking do trick or treat, <laughs> trick or treats. We're, there you go. Movies with similar titles, but the, yeah. <laughs> that you can oh, confuse. Man. There you go. There you go. Right? Fuck the threequels, dude. We're just going. <laughs> <laughs> going to have random movies with the same name. Here's a question. You know what? I uh, for Christmas this year. Yes. Uh, instead of doing Silent Night, Deadly Night three, should we do the remake? Ooh, just uh, Silent Silent Night. Night. Yeah. Uh you know what? You know something? Why not? I'm not. I'm not opposed to it. Okay. I've never you know, seen it, so I have, I have or should we it. let the Gorehounds decide via vote in the group? Ooh, you know what? Let we haven't vote. done that in a while. Let's do let them vote. Put it to vote. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think now is the time to start planning out the Christmas episodes, whatever they are. We're gonna end up switching them. Right, because we. <laughs> well, <laughs> It'll change. So you're, you're right, because we have our set. We have our schedule set to the. Uh, Last of November. And it never fails. The oh. moment it gets anything remotely seasonal, we're like, hey, uh, can we do like something that's like Christmassy? No. We already <laughs> discussed this like I think like two yes. or three shows ago. We're only doing one Christmas movie this year. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we'll sprinkle in whatever the fuck else we want in the beginning of December. I think we should do multiple Christmas movies like we did last year. I think that was damn fun. Do you like that idea? Yeah, I think that was damn fun. I mean, I'm not opposed to. I just didn't know if it was too much. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, said, that could be. Heather said Gremlins. Mm. Well, I I threw out Gremlins last year, but we did Santa. We still chose Santa Slay, which I'm still. You happy. could say Gremlins, and then what if someone says Ghoulies? Uh-huh. I was gonna say like we. You could still thick, uh, ah, thick stick with uh, like maybe winter or cold theme being December. I don't know. Either way, it would work. Right, can make it. I work. Mean, if not, I do already have a Christmas pick potentially lined up. So, I say, yeah, we'll discuss. Yes, we'll vote. I, th- I like the vote. I like the vote. Let's do All the right. vote. We so, yeah, where are we where are we at behind the scenes here? All right, rolling right along. Seasons Greetings is an animated short created by Trick or Treat writer and director Michael Doherty in 1996, and was the precursor of the film. The film featured Sam as a little boy dressed in orange footy pajamas with his burlap sack head covering as he is being stalked by a stranger on Halloween night. 
The short was released as a DVD extra on the original release for Trick or Treat and was also aired on Fear.net in October 2013 as a part of a 24-hour Trick or Treat marathon on Halloween. Nice. I did see that. That that is not in the comic book. That's not how... That's not what we see in the comic books. So. It's a short little animation, and he looks kind of weird because he has like a little triangle eye, and then he's got like his normal big like open eye. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's a lot skinnier too. Like his head is more like balloon shaped. I haven't seen it. I need to. I, I want to check it out. When I saw the behind the scenes notes, I was like, I got to check that out. Um, the name of the character Sam is derived from Samain, the ancient Celtic festival of the dead, from which modern day Halloween is derived. Despite having been portrayed as such in this film and several other works, Samhain is not a deity or other personage of ancient Celtic polytheism. It is only the name of the celebration. However, the idea of being either a deity or other personage dates back to at least the late first century, largely thanks to Irish bishop named Cormac Mann. And I Googled how to say his name and I knew I was going to read it. And Cormac Mack. And his book, Sanus Cormac, Irish Gaelic for Cormac's Narrative, which had identified some Hain as such. Nice. Fuck yeah, dude. A person like Sam Hain in Ghostbusters, but obviously, you know, that's my own personal (laughs) preference. And uh, a Pac-Man's character. I'll I'll take the next couple. I prefer prefer the pumpkin wrapper from Power Rangers. (laughs) Bro. (laughs) <laughs> we're not getting out of that. We did that yesterday. Go watch I, I will pull up a pumpkin wrapper video. Go watch it now. Do it. Do it. Make it happen. <laughs> Musical break. Uh, Anna Paquin's character, Lori, is named after Lori Strode from the 1978 Halloween film. Oh. Who would have thought? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Billy is dressed similar to Chucky from Child's Play. Bib overall, striped long sleeve shirt, and red hair. Which I can see that I, I that that was the first impression I got when I saw Billy. Right. This little kid looks like Chucky. And then, you know, he's kind of psycho like Chucky, too. A little bit. That kid was so fucking annoying. Just yelling out the window. You're just like, oh, my God, dude, shut up. <laughs> I had flashbacks to when my kid was young. Dad, shut up. Right. Like I was saying to TJ earlier, man, if it was one of us, there'd be a lot more swearing. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Billy, shut the fuck up. Are you going to help me with the eyes? No, you little fucker. <laughs> I'm busy right now. If you shut me right now. <laughs> oh, shit, dude. All right, one of y'all want to take over? Sure. All right, so in the school bus Massacre Revisited, a 1958 Plymouth Fury from the movie Christine can be seen. And obvious now to the John Carpenter movie and Stephen King novel. The rock quarry was originally conceived to be a pumpkin patch. How the fuck would they die in a pumpkin patch? It's trick or treat, one question. How cool are with the rock quarry? Well, what I thought too, when when I read that, the only thing that played in my mind is maybe if there was like train tracks going through the pumpkin patch or something and they got hit by a train. Okay. Okay, yeah, that would make sense. So, the kid with the lollipop in his mouth who peeks in on the girls in the change room when they are trying on Halloween costumes is the actor who plays Sam throughout the rest of the movie. So, they were like, listen, man, we're going to have you do all this shit, but 
you know, because of that, we're going to let you get a little peek in the beginning. You're going to get a peek <laughs> at the hot chicks changing. <laughs> I wonder how much, I wonder how old he was in that scene. Like, you think he was like, I would say probably like maybe like six, seven. Oh, yeah, seven. I would say maybe eight oldest. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> That's awesome, dude. So, C. Ernst Hearth had a cameo as Lori's blind date, the giant baby. In 13 Ghosts, 2001. No shit. I was wondering if... Okay, that's awesome. He uh, he played the ghost called The Great Child. Also, Giant Baby. Both films were Warner Brothers. Great movies. Child. No shit. He was fucking disgusting in that movie, dude. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know what we should do? We should... Let's read that whole fucking... Ex, like, this whole Marvel Comics behind-the-scenes thing that we have here. Go to the last page. Okay, hold on. Let me scroll. Oh, my God. That is some fucking notes. Yeah, that, that is something. Chad, I'd say we read this and then the Lost Boys one, and then we move on with our review. So, what are, where, where are we starting at? Just this whole last page? Yeah, yeah here I'll, I'll do the uh, X Men right. one here. Okay, so uh, several of the cast members have appeared in other productions based on Marvel comics. Anna Paquin has played Rogue for in four X Men movies: X Men Two Thousand, X Two, X Men: The Last Stand, and X Men: Days of Future Past. Brian Cox also appeared in X2 as William Stryker. Dylan Baker played Dr. Kurt Connors, a.k.a. The Lizard, in both Spider-Man 2 and Spider-Man 3. Leslie Bibb played reporter Christine Everhard in Iron Man 2008. Monica Delane appeared in Fantastic Four, Rides of the Silver Surfer in 2007. And Lauren Lee Smith and Quinn Lord have appeared in different episodes of Blade the Series from 2006. Did anybody fucking ever even watch that? No, but it's on Tubi for free right now. Well, maybe I will. <laughs> maybe I have to. Lots of free time. Maybe I will. I want them to restore the deleted Morbius ending and put it on the Blu-ray. <laughs> yeah. Oh, can't wait for we get Morbius, dude. So, you gonna keep going on? Or you want me to take over, boss? You take Where's over for the Lost Boys one. Where's the uh, Lost two Boys. up above? During the scene. Oh, you're jumping up. Scene. Okay. So during the scene when Lori's sister calls while her while she sits alone in the street, in the background in the campfire, a remix of the song Cry Little Sister can be heard playing. That song was part of the soundtrack of the 1980s classic The Lost Boys and over way overplayed in its sequel. And <laughs> this was possibly used as both a nod to the movie as well as foreshadowing of what to be, become of the victims at the bonfire as the Lost Boys contained a scene in which a group of young men were massacred by vampires at a bonfire similar in this similar to the one in this film so before we go on to our review i have a little sound bite for you guys Ooh. since we'll never review this film i might as well play it now okay of course it doesn't work uh. 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 trick or treat Motherfucker. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> you God never damn. will, but maybe we will. You never Plus know. The motherfucking rhymes. <laughs> you never know. Maybe that'll be a Patreon one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> That's such a fun movie, anyway. So, uh, moving on with everything. Uh, John, do you have any questions about this film? Do I have any questions? Well, I have a, I have a couple. Yes. Uh, so, gentlemen, 
Any idea of who that child was in the grave already in the back of the house? Yes, those are the trick-or-treaters from earlier. Yeah, the trick-or-treaters that you see at the beginning, that's yeah, that's them. Bye-bye. Because he has the masks. It's and in I think, the sh- it's, it's in the behind-the-scenes that we didn't read. I think and on and I think you see their masks on one scene uh, when he's in the kitchen. You see the masks hanging on the on the wall. I will have to pay attention because I was looking at the fucking chem table and all that other shit. <laughs> so like, I'm happy that Lance is the only person that caught on to why John yes. read Lost Boys. Lance just like, oh shit, that's awesome, dude. I'm gonna have to. Uh, I have to repeat that scene real quick then. So, and this is kind of like a silly question, but did you guys think that the way they laid this movie out, it was easy to follow? Or do you think too much? No, I actually think it's very easy to follow. Yeah, and then I I like too how they, you know, it's not in sequence, but if you pay attention to the background, you know, you see all the other characters I mean, they do pop up where it will say like earlier and stuff. Yeah. You know I mean, like what I have heard the complaint that some, I'm not saying like a lot of people, but a few people said it was like confusing to follow along, which personally I did not think. But, can I can I explain something? What I think that allows this movie. Okay. So what makes this movie so unique is it's one of these films that may be presented in the most cinematic way of any other anthology film. And whenever you look at it visually, story-wise, and acting quality-wise, you can tell that it has a larger budget and that the people behind it have the money and that they have experience doing this type of thing. So when you watch it, it allows them uh, – you get that sense, you know what I mean? Like, oh, this, this costs more, you know? It, it's just the, the step above the rest. So I think that allows them to get away with a lot of more things. I mean, look at most of the kills in this movie are children. And I think that that allows them to get away with that those types of story elements because it's so well done. And I think that translates to everything, especially with the way that the, the film's set up story-wise and the way that the story's intertwined, that I think it's just told in a way that you know, I think that it, it, it's uh, what is it? what I'm trying to say is that it's told in a way that's relative to the uh, experience that the filmmakers have that are behind it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and actually, you made a very uh, valid point because if you had a straight up movie where it was just one push all the way through, where somebody was just massacring kids left and right, yes, probably wouldn't go over so hot. No, it, it yeah. would have went over way worse. Than, right. Than, but, and, and, yeah, you set it up in like this, man. I mean, if you really think about it, there was still a lot of kids taken out. It, it was a bunch of killing kids, but it was expertly done. Moral right. of the story. Right. <laughs> well, yeah, and I mean, you never really see anybody get killed on screen. All the all the kills take place off screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is true. Except I would for say maybe, except uh, for the kid in the beginning with the candy. Because I would feel yeah. you definitely see his death with his like puking chocolatey blood <laughs> over the stairs. Well, yeah. But, that, but granted, that's not like it's a direct like. If kill. you watch the behind you know, the scenes like, uh, documentary, they have available. The piping. Are yeah. you know what you're talking about? That <laughs> shit is fucking gnarly, dude. Uh, it was like, what do you say? It was like chocolate syrup, but like even thicker. But it tasted yep. like, like shit, pretty much. Oh, uh, and the fact that he had to like do it, you know, a couple different shots where it was taped on the mouth on both sides. So, oh, uh, gotta get them angles. Yeah. Right. Wow. It's all about the angle. Oh, man. No, but you're right. Like, you 
you know, usually I like the direct kill, but sometimes the cutaways, if it's done right, it still works. Yep, this is true. Like, I feel like this movie was still intense enough. It was still fucking. Oh, uh, they they cut the kid's head off. Lance wants to mention. That's true. I mean, you well, don't see, we don't see him cut the kid's head off. You right. know, true. I mean, like all true. of that was true. done off camera. And uh, like Brody said in a previous episode, that uh, off-screen kills, if done properly, can be scarier right. than on-screen kills because oh, it leaves yeah. more to the imagination. Exactly. Because yep. you don't. Right. Because sometimes the effects, well, can be amazing. You know what I mean? Like you can still see that little bit of level. You're just like, nope. All right, it takes it out of it. Well, you know, per- perfect example of off-screen and on-screen. You know, to leave your mind. To, to wander look at uh uh what the hell was the name of those fucking movies the paranormal uh activity, movies. activity. for me those i mean because i do that stuff you know what i mean so it freaked me out but when it. they got to the one where you actually saw what the hell was there oh part six, like, yeah. part six, dude. Okay. six announcement six. sidebar we have a release date scuba steve Oh, yes. Announcement sidebar for <laughs> Somewhat Supernatural with Scuba Steve will be debuting, drumroll, on October 9th, Friday, October 9th, first episode. So join us for the Legend of the Hatman entity that I have had personal experience with, and we're going to dive into that head first. Uh, he said head. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Awesome. Uh, Nice, dude. Okay, so before we get on to the douche of the movie, I'm gonna do a, I got a little notes here. Uh, so, Ooh, yeah, do you guys know what was going on in that swingers party? A lot of swinging. Was the kid, the kid tells you, we was that co- I don't know the coach's name, but he was dressed as a banana butt fucking a pig. No, yes. he was, it was Coach Taylor, and the exact quote is Coach Taylor was in a hot dog suit, oh, hot no, dog. in a hot dog costume, fucking a pig. <laughs> and then in the in the massacre scene later you get to see yes. him get, get killed in the hot dog suit yes <laughs> i was very happy about that it worked out so nicely if you go on my facebook and look at my profile pictures you get to see me in a hot dog suit in front of a car dealership dancing Ooh. uh <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about this i only hope you were singing the oscar Mayer song maybe no. my uh, wiener. <laughs> ask me about my wiener that was bad <laughs> I also want to say uh, that Scooby Doo Zombie Island that was playing yes! on the TV. Ah, one of the best. And I've said it on previous podcasts, and I've said it on other podcasts. That is the best Scooby Doo movie ever made. And I feel the follow up was the second best. Uh, Alien Invaders. You didn't like the one with the witches, uh, the witches chick. Uh, I think that's a third one. I thought I think that's like the third uh, Scooby Island. With the Salem girls, yeah, that's the that's right after, huh? Yeah, with the Salem girls, where they had the punk. That's rock the witches. That's the witches. That's the witch one. Yeah, I yeah. thought that was number two. I thought that was after Zombie Island. No, in my rankings, it's Zombie Island, oh, Alien Invaders, oh, and then Witches Ghost. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know we were going. All right, my bad. Yeah, not not an order of release. I do not yeah. know the order of release. No, I think that's how it was though. I think it was the Zombie oh. Island, the Witches, and then. Yeah, no, you're right. And now you're we right. got fucking Undertaker, Cena, fucking. <laughs> I like Alien Invaders only because of my personal phobia of aliens, and then also like all the trippy scenes that they have in there too. No, my uh, favorite was the Cyber Chase one. Oh, that's pretty cool too. I like. Speaking cyber. of aliens, how about that sweet fire in the sky release, buddy? Ooh, oh, yeah. region free! Mm. Oh, the gods mm. have spoken to us. Region mm. free! 
that movie still, like I said, that movie still fucking freaks me out to this. All the abduction scene. Oh, I hate oh it. nightmare I hate inducing. I, you know what? I don't even know. Some people probably would not consider that a horror movie, but I would totally review that on this show, dude. Oh, I, it is a it horror, is horror movie. movie. It is a horror movie. One thousand percent. If anything, that is a fucking horror movie. We I reviewed agree. the Wraith on here, and that's not a horror movie. <laughs> I didn't review the Wraith. You reviewed the. Wraith. Oh yeah. Okay. Keep rubbing it in my face. Okay. Okay. I wasn't my pick. Who was it? Was that Wes's? Who was it? I, that was Wes's pick. All right. And the dentist. That's what. <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh, happy halloween scooby-doo must be a later one yeah yeah i can't say that i have I, I i don't fuck with that i think the next one i'll fuck <laughs> with is the scooby-doo elvira crossover yeah, that, uh, that i don't want to fuck with that one to be honest with you. I'm, i want to watch it yeah, yeah. what happened the so, new one no it's not even out yet it's coming out like elvira yeah. and scooby-doo did he yeah i think he was like the first person to buy it oh dude as soon as i sent him the link he's like <laughs> i bought it and then he, and then he's like oh it's australian that's why you sent it to me <laughs> <laughs> even tyler's like even tyler robofuck's like we got to do it so yeah 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 right. absolutely oh man so are we on to yeah douche le douche of la movie le douche all right um, well there's a couple you know what you could say brian cox's character but i i'll talk about him later the old man uh, I'm, you know, I'm actually you know what i'm gonna say it's the son it's that it's the fucking son he's the douche yeah because he kept interrupting the dad the dad's like trying out there trying to murk fools and he's like yo yo i want to help and dad's like, no, like go to bed. And he's like, no. Right. And I'll talk yeah. more about that scene later, but I, I, I would okay. go with, with the, the witch girl that, or not the witch girl, the, the girl that was with um, the witch girl that. Wait, the, are you meaning the, the to tell me there's no vampires? There's no vampires. They're werewolves. Yeah. Wait, oh. Scooper, are you talking about the girl who was the fairy who lured that girl there? I'm telling you, that's why. Oh, Actually, I agree with you on that because that's a sick shit. Like, yeah, I mean, and 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 you know, the girl's pretty much mentally ill. You know what I mean? So, right, you you know, fucking with her the way they did, fuck that whole little group of kids, fuck them all. Yeah, yeah, some, those little kids. Yeah, uh, the angel one was definitely the lead douche. Yeah. They call uh, her Savant. I call she her was the lead. The lead cunt. <laughs> Yo, man, if she had just left that last fucking pumpkin there, they would have been fine. But nope, yep. she wanted to be a bitch and fucking kick it in the thing. Ah, uh, oh man, that's a good that's a good call. Yeah, I, I agree with Scuba on that one. Yes, I I feel it's like it could be her or it could be just the chick in the beginning who gets it with the lollipop in the mouth. Today she already says she hates Halloween, so fuck yeah. her. Yeah, that's enough. uh finish it with the pop, Bobby. Right. I mean, at least she was cool enough to let her husband, you know, go up and turn the video on. But, you know, she never came upstairs. She went to fucking go clean Halloween shit up. It's like, bitch, do you see all that shit in your yard? That's going to take fucking hours. Like, no. Go up and ride the dick. Do it in the morning. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Tonight? Really? See what happened when she tried to clean up too early, though? She got hers. Yeah, no that, doubt. That's going to be my douche. So. There you go, then. All right. Where'd you guys watch it? How did you watch it? And what was the quality like? Blu-ray DVD was wonderful. 
Ooh. I watched it in 4K on my TV through Amazon Prime. Nice. I uh, had the DVD original release, so I watched it on that 720 shit. <laughs> it was Tubi, so I'm going to guess it was a 1080p with ads. <laughs> I like how with ads. With ads. Right. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. Hey, man, I still love Tubi because they have some of that shit that nobody else really does. That's yeah. true. Steve! So, they're like the yeah, weird free shutter. It's not cranberry sauce. Oh. No, it's not, it's cranberry. not cranberry sauce already. But I will tell you my favorite kill, though. And it is the puking boy. Uh, yes! <laughs> All right, full agree. Yep. Uh, I have, yeah, that was mine right there, too. My so favorite kill is the werewolf. Werewolf kill. Uh, when, like the whole massacre scene? or Just when Anna Paquin's on top of him about to kill him the way she ripped her skin she off and literally unzips her skin dude with her yeah. nail yeah oh my. that's my favorite that's my favorite kill when they kill the vampire i gotta be different here so let's see uh bobby's like fuck i like them both i know i thought <laughs> of, that was what i was gonna say too but i'm like i can't i mean dude it. there's a lot of good ones in this yeah, I know, but I can't oh yeah, yeah. Times in a row. uh that puking one though is just ah oh, it's just so gross dude and just I like it a lot. The perfect volume of liquid, just <laughs> not to mention, dude. Like, I only love Actually, I just love his after show in the beginning because I like how she turns out after Sam's done with her. Oh, dude, the, yeah. the yeah. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. pretty much like crucified her, dude. Like with the lollipop. Yeah, that was a pretty gnarly, and that was like what four minutes into the fucking movie, dude. Like very close. Which that's great, man. Like the Can fact we, uh, talk about that awesome POV shot of him running Sam? across the fucking yeah, of Sam running across the right? street. Yeah, you get that street. little bit of haziness of the fucking burlap sack. Yeah. You're trying to figure it out. You're like, what the fuck is that, dude? Yeah. Best scene, motherfuckers. I have two. <sighs> I personally like the backyard burial scene only because it's so relative to real life. <laughs> <laughs> and it's such like a it's such a dark comedy like a black comedy uh t- moment it is dude like and it's then so- it gets referenced again later in the film from another point of view and you're just like this is great this is this is so Which, good they did th- that was so well that they did that yeah you know what i mean like it's just so nice and you're like oh my god like just like that little tie-in dude but when the dog came over and shit oh <laughs> see okay i liked Oh, the man. quarry scene with the kids that that was a good scene that for was me. As fun. And then I, yeah that's why i liked it and then i also liked um sam beating the shit out of the old man yeah definitely sam beating the fuck out of brian cox that's my it's my favorite scene so i feel like my whole favorite scene is honestly the uh the dad there because going into the burial scene but like even before that like when he gets puked all on when he's carrying the body in <laughs> and he's got to answer the door for the other kids looking for he's the punk and you just see the other kid like looking at the fucking snail trail of blood and chocolate like <laughs> going to the fucking house dude like, prime choice of words there bro yeah, yeah. thank That's, you yeah. Uh, <laughs> the old snail trail fucking a oh shit we lost scoops no fuck? um but no, man, I always... Wait, 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 wait. Can we still hear him? Scoop talk. Refresh, motherfucker. Refresh. Okay. So, 
what I was going to say is I actually, I wish I had a nice dress shirt to kind of fuck, not, you know, not like a super nice one, but I was going to ruin it because I have a bottle of fake blood and I wanted to come on tonight, dude, with that fucking just wet smeared fucking shoulder. <laughs> there like, you go. It's a sweet, I don't know, it was just a weird like fucking uh, kind of like Bateman almost-esque look to it a little bit. But yeah, just that whole interaction with the kids and everything like that. He screams, ah! Oh yeah, <laughs> and then Bobby give his best scene. Yes, I did. So here's a quick question for you: Do you think every piece of candy that he held out, handed out, it was all fucked with? Probably. Yeah. Maybe, maybe not to the extent that it that it was going to kill somebody, but with the amount that that the kid was eating already, you know what I mean? Well, not only that, but the candy bar Sam had at the end had the razor in it. So he gave Sam a razor bar candy. Well, it's either that or Sam has razor, candy razor bar candies. Yeah. I mean, it's very possible too. That'd be sweet if that's just his main weapon. It's just a fucking freaking razor bar candy. That, that would actually be pretty fucking cool. Yeah. The lollipop was a good. Oh, dude, I actually like the fuck up on his mask too, towards the end where it like actually allows him to use his mouth. Yeah. The dad necrophilic rocks, but <laughs> what? Opening scene, boys. Did it hook you in? I love the comic panels. Oh, it is yes. the biggest yep. natural pity you could ask it for. It certainly did. Yep. The, the nice long follow of the gross, dirty candy bag, but you see everybody that you're going to see in the movie pass by in like 30 seconds. So it's kind of yeah. nice. Like a preview of what's to come. Well, it gives you definitely like, especially like for re for uh, rewatchability. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's just extra shit. Like, dude, I didn't know about the mask in the kitchen. I feel like I yeah. have to watch it there's again a lot just of because of that reason. There's a lot of continuity in this movie. You got to really pay attention to. Yep, it. right. Uh, but, especially in that opening scene. Yeah. yeah. Well, yes, yeah, two thumbs up on that shit, dude. Yep. Two thumbs up. Best tits, hottest girl, or. Best dick for a girl. I'm gonna go with Maria Rochelle Eight. Uh, she's Which a smoke was show. Was she Little Bo Peep? No. Little Bo Peep's my pick. Yeah, I was gonna say Little Red Bo Riding Peep. Hood. Yeah. Mar uh, Maria is. She's from White Chicks. The girl from White Chicks. Yeah, but I don't know which one she was. Yeah, Little Red Riding Hood. Uh... Yeah, you are with the uh, Anna Pack on it. Listen, he is dark, one of the uh, hair. one oh. of the agents' uh, girlfriends from White Chicks. Oh, I think she's the one that comes to the uh, hotel room and like beats him up because he thinks there's a girl there. You she don't remember what she's dressed as in this one? I can't. I feel like it's got to be the same one, dude. Like I, <laughs> I'm not looking yeah. at the picture right but now. Yeah, Little Red Riding Hood for me. Oh, yeah. All right, I mean, dude, especially towards the end, man, when she's uh, you know. Little tizzed up and everything like that, dude. But yeah, I'm gonna say little Bo Peep, man. Yeah. Just, oh, best dick for Bo me Peep is too. Brian Cox because he's got a big Cox. Because his he last name is, in fact, Cox. Cox. Just right. a little differently. So he has to be the best dick of the movie by default. Right. Well, there you yeah, go. I cannot then. argue with that. <laughs> In the name of equality. All right. There we go. So. <laughs> There's so many. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> is that Tyler? He heard us say Cox and he said, Oh my God, there's oh my so God, many. There's so many. <laughs> <laughs> dance floor, nice score. How was the score? Oh, uh, oh it was great, dude. Yeah, like, score, yeah. the film 
perfectly. Wonderful. I gotta Once take again, that sound sample now. Oh my god, there's right? so many. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, no, okay. So to go with what you said before about uh, this kind of being a seasonal theme movie, I feel like the music is very appropriate for it. And you know, if you really wanted to listen to just the score of this movie around Halloween time, I think that would be an awesome fun. You know what yep. I mean? Like I you're decorating the house. You've done that. Hell yeah! Love you, Bobby. <laughs> Listen, usually I, I threw up the Beetlejuice the one and shit, dude. And the horror movie fucking soundtracks year round. This one, right. Halloween, along with Grave Show soundtrack by Alan Howard. Uh, uh, Halloween Harris. soundtrack, along with so many more. We can't go down, and we'll be here all day. <laughs> what is your favorite movie soundtrack, Bobby? Ask me next week. Okay. Oh, he's got to think about it. <laughs> about that. I really do. All right. I, you know what? I will note that down for big questions for next week. Is Yes. Put that down. Just remind me because I got to listen to some and really, really, really. really you. This is your reminder. You have seven. Days. This is your uh, reminder. Hey, you hey, go back hey. to this video. You go back to this video. In the goddamn chat. <laughs> oh, shit, dude. Remind. Sexy ass Monet. Uh, <laughs> uh, what are we on? Uh, best uh, best song. Yeah. So what? I you know the answer to that already, John. Best I song probably... in the entire movie. Eight more days to Halloween. Oh, wrong movie. Don't oh, you geez. know, motherfucker? <laughs> you got me really confused for a second. I was like, wait a minute. No, that's no silver shamrock. That, that's going way different franchise. What are we talking about? Uh, hey, it's <laughs> falling down. Oh my god, dude! I'm trying to think. What is the best song? Cry, little sister. Duh. Die. I say maybe the porn tape loop in the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> that's the best song. Is that that might be the only song that's actually in there that's like legit song? I can't think. I, of that. I honestly, I didn't pay attention yeah, to songs really. Uh... I mean, like, if you got the beginning, you got parade music, so you got like big band music and shit like that. Yeah. And then just creepy store the rest of the time. So, all right, cry little sister, it is. That takes the shebang for this week. Favorite character, boys. Oh, dude. Um, shit. Um, fucking Wilkins, man, all day long. My personal it. favorite is the little horny kid at the beginning. Oh, uh, Sam. Sam, Sam out of costume. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's doing what we'd all be doing anyway, so God bless him. Um, oh, shit. He's like six, but he already knows what to look for. Yo, man. <laughs> you heard how them girls were talking in there, and he was just like, hey. Which, can I say, by the way, I loved how they played that over very well. Because if you've never watched this for the first time and they're just talking, you just think they're being dirty whores. But then if you watch together, yeah. they're talking about really just fucking eating dudes left and right and all that other shit, dude, which is yep. fucking phenomenal. I guess. Like I said, super rewatchability. I don't really, I didn't really think about that, to be honest with you. For this What's movie. that? A favorite character. Probably Sam, I guess. I couldn't. I mean, Sam not- is, Sam is the always recurring a character, which he is a dope little, like. So, so Sam, it is then for me. I couldn't really think of somebody else. It's just for some reason. I mean, this one movie has made him essentially just like a normal staple now amongst other scary characters and stuff so this is true yeah yep. 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 I, i'd have to agree sam sam's the i mean 
we we got another like you said icon out of this movie you know no theater release and you know he's boom he's you see him and even people that have never really seen the movie they see sam stuff everywhere you know what i mean so he's very uh marketable yes very and as simple as he is dude like fucking little kid onesie burlap sack round fucking ball head yeah what was it scary i think uh it could be at certain times yeah i I think there's some really genuinely creepy moments in this film that and especially if you're a little queasy on maybe some gore stuff like during the werewolf scene and everything like that like that might set you back a little bit oh what's up mr silva yo fuck you dale fuck you <laughs> I'm taking a piss. I'll be back. Keep going. All right. <laughs> he hit me with the scoop of Steve. Damn you. I always love that. I always love that. I really like question. Was he, was he just was he not wearing pants? I don't think he was wearing pants. No, he was wearing short shorts. His short I mean, shorts. He, listen, if, if anybody who doesn't know TJ, he has a set length of uh shorts no under like seven inches. So <laughs> like I have to have like at least 13, you know what I mean? It's gotta be touching my knees for me. Yes, of course, of course, of course. I can deal with above the knees. We no, know dude. who wears short shorts. TJ wears short shorts. Can you? Uh, I, I, my, I legs my legs are too long. If I sit down and it goes above the knees, that's fine, but it's gotta be touching my knees, dude. Like yeah. <laughs> or else I, feel I can bad. have it just at the knees or a little above. Dale, I hope you're not wearing pants, dude. You better not be teasing us on this. Look, there he is. Who wears short shorts? Bum, 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 Bowser wears short shorts. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know Pant what? party. We didn't even move on. We uh, we filled that in perfectly for you. Yeah, so we filled that in the next question. I'd like to fill you in perfectly, baby. Mm. Does it hold up today? It absolutely holds up today. 1,000% yes. Nominally, yes. Yes, it does. If you haven't seen it, Go watch it. I am wearing pants, just short shorts. Uh, we just, said, we just said that. We just had a whole conversation about your short I shorts. I brought up your rule on shorts should be no longer than seven inches from yes. below the waist. So, yes. High knees, that shit, baby. Yeah. Anything below the knee, you're John Cena. Can't see me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. So acting, good, bad, terrible, awesome. It was great. It was great acting. I mean, you had great actors in the movie. Yeah. All the little kids did amazing. Uh, Obviously, there were some seasoned vets that we got, too. So, yeah, man. I have no complaints on this one. Nope. At all. So, I'm interested to actually hear Boss Man's take on this one. Cinematography. Oh, the color grading. Bro, right? this film so the good. colors popped, baby. Those colors popped. The dark scenes looked dark, and they were clear, and they were great, and they were well lit. And then anything. Oh my God! Can we talk about the bus scene and the way it was lit, the way it yeah. was shot, the way it was presented in its entirety, which is so well done. And like I said, you could tell by looking at this visually that the budget was there. These guys knew what they were doing. That they were an established group of filmmakers. That we're like, okay, we're gonna do this. We're gonna do it right, boys. And uh, I think that overall, that it was better than good enough. I think it was, uh, it stand out. Yeah, that, right. bus, that bus looked 
is one of my favorite looks. Yes, okay. that whole retro scene, man. Like, it makes me want to watch Nightmare Two, honestly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Um, yeah, just the like you said, man. Like you said, the color pop in this movie alone, mm-hmm. from every different scene too, from the werewolf scene to like the fucking uh, any of the parts where they're on the main drag during the parade, like during the big Halloween party. Like, and the fact that they have everybody in costume every which way would, like, I don't know, man. It looks so good. There was a lot of good shots. We even got some weird, like, almost, I would say, international. Like, I don't, not international. But like, him crawling on the ceiling and shit. You know what I mean? Like, that was definitely, like, 2000s ring bullshit when that started coming around. So, yeah. but, we, you know, we got a little whole mixed bag on that. And it was shot. I don't know. I thought it was great, man. Yeah. I, yeah, it's great. That's all you can say. So I feel like that's probably going to answer our next question pretty easily. Uh, do we like the premise? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Lance, I think, uh, to address Lance's question, I, it wasn't initially, it was never meant to be direct to DVD or straight to DVD. It's because of the release schedule and the current horror trends that were in 2007, which was heavily saturated in gore porn at the time. Films like Saw and Hostel were extremely hot at the box office. Like I said earlier about Saw 4 and its release date kind of put it like it later, of- later, and later. It, it's, it's a very weird fucking situation. I mean, similar to the modern day New Mutants situation, where it's just a series of unfortunate events kind of led this to being released in a very strange way two years after its initial uh, slated release. So I think that. It, it was never meant to be a straight to DVD film, which is why it doesn't look that way. I mean, the budget alone, you know. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. So we are on to our three R's, gentlemen. Rewind. Don't even ask. Rewind. Rewind. Rewind, Rewind for days. Every Always. every day. Yep. There you go, man. You, you start getting that little bit of feeling of fall. Get that nice little smell of crisp leaves in the air. Yo, don't even bother. Dude, I go outside and smell that I'm like this. Bro, is it here? If that's not like the biggest, I'm not going to lie. Like, if that's not the biggest aphrodisiac right there, dude, you just like huff that nice fucking crisp fall. Oh, I'm like a fucking dog. I'm like, where's it coming from? Oh, dude, that makes the nips. Oh, you know, I got excited because we got our first cold front in today. Now, cold front, okay? Cold front. 79, deg- 79 degrees. <laughs> We had a heat wave today and it was like 72. (laughs) You have to understand I'm in South Texas. So this is is good weather for us. We don't have snow potentially on Halloween, man. We're doing good. You guys ready to do a rating? I am. Yes. Okay, so we're going to start with the Italian stallion himself. 4.5. That's good. 4.5. Motherfucking five. Genity. I'm gonna have to agree, man. Four and a half. I'm gonna give it a four and a half. All right, straight across the board. If, if you divide that by four, it's uh, four and a half. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and what did Brody give us? He said four. Yeah. Brody said four. four. He said four. So four trick our treat 2007, and it's official gore and more rating of four and a half bloody VHS tapes out of five. Very nice. That's very nice. So. Wrapping that all up, yes. Do we want to discuss what we are going to be doing next week? Yes. What's next week? 
Next week is Bride of the Reanimator. Ooh. Is that is that a Brian Usna film? Bobby? I, I don't know that. Yes. <laughs> Uh, and I believe we is it confirmed? Do we have Robofuck for that episode? Do we have Robofuck or Steve for next? next Steve was gonna do Steve's gonna Steve. I need you to fill in on Deep Rising for me, buddy. Done. That's Done our, okay. So that's on October 12th. Yeah, all right. But we do need to fill in for Chad. So it's either what's next week? Uh, because next, next week animator. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, October 5th, October 5th, Robofuck. Tell work. Yes, we're, call, we're calling you, you up. We're calling you up to the big leagues, baby. You're up to bat. We're bringing you in, dude. It's time for roll. Um, yeah, October twelfth. Uh, I will announce it now. I apologize, Gorehounds. I will not be here, and it's been a long time since I've missed an episode. Actually, it has. Um, been. Yeah, dude. I'm kind of. I'm a little sad by it, but it's not. It's, it's for a good reason. I'm actually going to be uh, ordaining a wedding that day. So enjoy. Yeah. Ride on Shutter still. I think it is. I believe if not. So. It's probably on Amazon Video. Yes, I think it is Amazon Video too. So yeah. good, yeah. you but, can probably uh, delete you know, When are I we love... doing night school? Night school is actually on the nineteenth of October, sir. Yay! And we will be following that up with the sequel that we all probably like. Maybe even do I dare say more than the original? Halloween two. Mm. Halloween two. Yes. So we're gonna go visit the Elrods. I'm so excited. Hell yeah. <laughs> we should all definitely be there for those episodes, unless anything else happens in that time. Right. But uh, uh, do we have anything else? Anything else to discuss, gentlemen? Candyman got delayed a year. Yeah. Did it really? Yeah. Yep. Did they give it a, another date or did they just. Yeah, say- nope. Now it's in obscurity. It's just got delayed a year, pretty much. So you think it's going to go in the same hell of uh, New Mutants? just gonna be fucking I, I sure hope not i i really hope not dude i was looking very forward to that this summer that would have been nice too wasn't that that was slated for august i believe right when are we getting pet cemetery he says we can add it to the list and then hit shuffle <laughs> we could right? do i mean i'm assuming he's talking about he wants to start with uh 89 so mm-hmm. i haven't even seen the new one have you guys either no, have i I, I, I started watching it the other day. It I've looks heard, okay. I've heard okay things. They just I'm changed sure. too much shit, man. They they, yeah. it, it that's a movie that did not need to be remade. The original was a solid film already. There was the no reason. Fun as hell. The sequel's fun as hell. There was no reason for them to remake this movie and make the changes that they did at all. None. It just. I mean, I, feel I hated the ending. I hated it. See, and that's I've already been spoiled on the ending, which is fine because that doesn't. That's not going to stop me from going to see a movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Um, but it does, <laughs> it trust me, I guess. Look forward to coming back. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Brody, fuck the new one. I'm sorry. Listen, man, is I'm totally down to do Pet Cemetery. We, we already talked about Candyman Three, Matt Lance. We can do it. Yeah, we can totally do it. <laughs> Well, when we don't, uh, we haven't hit Candyman two yet because Candyman was this year. Oh, that's true. That's yeah, right. we hit I think we did Candyman back in February, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Yeah. So maybe this upcoming February we will hit the sequels. Yeah, I think that's doable. Brody's so upset that they spoiled the twist. 
true. true. You're right. They did give everything away on that. Modern marketing is so stupid because they think they have to reveal everything in order to get it over the audience. Less is more. It is. It is. Less is more. And I think that's why I've rejected the Marvel movie so much is because it's so much. That's fine. Yeah, I can agree. All right. I, I, I am. I'm in. I just don't. I just don't like that. That filmmaking. I just think oh. it's. Yeah. I'm still gonna watch them. Yeah. yeah, I'll still watch them, but that's about it. Oh, we lost John. Oh, we lost yeah. John. Ah, oh, jeez. Refresh, handsome. Refresh. It's time to go. Almost. He threw something. I heard a hit. I made it in the trash can. You didn't scream, Kobe. Well, yeah. Kobe. There we go. Do we that scream Kobe weird. even more now that he's gone? I do. I, I think of it, you know, if especially if I if I sink it, you know, I get Kobe. I was pointing. Hey, Lance said he'll fill in for Chad for Uncanny Man too. There we go. Boom! We got <laughs> the first go. appearance of Lance because we know fucking Chad just be like fuck Candyman. Oh, shit. Well, I think that's it for this episode of the Goremore Podcast, your favorite so. horror movie review podcast. Of course, you can find this over at projectlouder.net and, of course, on Facebook and YouTube. Just search Project Louder, and, of course, you'll find this show. Go on over to projectlouder.net for other podcasts on the Project Louder Podcasting Network. And I'll take this time right now to talk about some of those podcasts. Podcasts such as Box Office Banter, Comics and Kaijus, Do Back Sports, Dream Warrior Review, House of a Thousand Discourses, Jerk the Curtain, Rabbit Hole, Rants from the Black Lodge, Somewhat Supernatural, The TJ Bowser Power Hour, Two Guys on Friday, Wicked Wednesdays, The Big Bad Beetle Bros, and of course, Ghoulies Unflushed, all exclusively over at ProjectLouder.net and anywhere else that you listen to audio podcasts at. So this is your host with the motherfucking most, the only host to talk too much on his own show, TJ Bowser, son of (laughs) Oh shit! This is Big Johnny. This is Big Johnny D saying, "See you later, go hounds, and we love you." This is your killing machine, Bobby and Moan saying, "I'll kill you, fuckers, later." And this is your soon-to-be host with the ghosts. Woo! Um, so Supernatural. I like that. Scuba fucking Steve. Woo!